Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Hello and welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast. For the first time, Gals Guide is diving into research of women in medicine. Luckily, I've got with me a new group of gal pals who are scrubbed up and ready for some history biopsies. So let me introduce you to our honorary doctors for this month. First up, she's a women's history artist who wields that brush like a scalpel. It's Bonnie (laughs) Phillipsworth. That's right, Bonnie. Tell the good people what you have been up to. Uh Still working on that calendar. Do it. (laughs) It's not the new year yet. Yeah, it'll be out sometime before the end of the year. Perfect. Uh, Calendar, uh, women's suffrage stuff. Sweet. Uh, Hedy Lamar, I've decided she's too, the painting's like cracked so much. I'm going to redo her, but like try to make it. As similar as the original. Nice. I just got my panel for that in the other day. Like a uh, Hetty Part 2? Yeah. (laughs) The update. Hetty 2.0. Oh, see, that's much better. (laughs) Next up, we missed her terribly last month, but she is back now. Our gal pal who is a vocational service manager for kids with autism. It's Katie Harris. Katie, what is new in your world? Tell me, is there a dream you can share? (laughs) (laughs) None, none that I can share. All right, Sorry. that's, that's yeah. fair. I understand. <laughs> Legally, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was gone last month because I was attending um, my very best friend. Well, I mean, one of my very best oh, friends. She has jealousy here. She stared direct <laughs> eye contact eyes. with me. Well, I, I know. already screwed up recently by not knowing. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's yeah. fine. No, it's, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at Julia's wedding, who also happens to be my fiance's sister. So it was a really Sweet. nice family event. And I was her maid of honor. And it was gorgeous. We almost uh, sweat to death in Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky. It was 98, mm. the day of her wedding. Oh, and it was outside? Yeah. It, well, the wedding part okay. was outside, but the rest of it was in. Okay. So all right. But we still. managed. We managed. <laughs> so, and then actually yesterday I did something that really relates to our topic this month. Oh. Something I know you've done, Leah. Yes. I went to the Indiana Medical History yeah. Museum. I love that place. It I was went there so for my cool. birthday with Bonnie, mm-hmm. actually. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's And then weird. you guys took cool. Cammy, both girls, right? Yeah. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. Sam was freaked out. Kim, you loved it. Right. <laughs> did you Did you guys get to see the head? Yes. The cut in half head? The brain, basically? Yeah. Like the one that's the full face oh. and head. Oh, I don't think so. Apparently oh, okay. they... Oh, I don't think we looked at I'm going to put this out here in yeah, the yeah. podcasting world. So Do if it. you go visit, yes. you can ask to see the heads that are cut in half, but they don't oh. display them because oh. they are a little little gross right I, I loved it my friend i went with was like we need a little bit of a pause before lunch i was like nah i'm good bring it but yeah literally it's encased um and it's just directly cleaved in half two sides is a different person one side of each their half oh, head wow. everything intact mm, perfect oh my yes. goodness cool. interesting it was so cool so yeah i highly recommend going and seeing the indiana medical history museum yeah it's really, really well good. worth it Sweet. Oh, my goodness. Well, next up is a regular back when we had in-person meetings, which was forever ago. Uh, She (laughs) works in the medical industry. She is also an up-and-coming watercolorist. I absolutely love seeing her new watercolors. It is Kira Wagoner. Kira, welcome to the show and tell the good people a little bit more about yourself. Well, I am 
Probably the first thing that comes up is that I am the stepmom to two teenage boys. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one in marching band. Very which nice. Keeps me very busy. Right. <laughs> and one getting ready to drive. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> which frightens oh, me. Oh, how much Prozac do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I would need all of it. Yes. <laughs> Um, so kudos. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I, yes, I do. I work uh, for a lab, but I'm on the end where we're trying to make sure that the right uh, diagnosis gets to the right doctor for the right patient. Ah, oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. There you go. Seems Very nice. critical. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be important. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not dealing with any body parts. Yeah. Right. I just have to go in every once in a while and look at things or talk to people. And nice. When I first started, it was. Um, when I used, where I used to work for the path lab, I was very glad when I started having to look at parts, Right, what you were talking about with, uh, the, the brain, um, that I was a vegetarian. <laughs> that helps, I'll bet. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it encourages it. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, because you start to learn that any muscle is basically meat. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, but my true love is creating new things, and Yay! that's the watercolors that I started a couple months ago. Nice. I've also done acrylic work. Mm-hmm. Chain mail is what most people know yes. me for. Oh, gorgeous chain mail that you do, yes. Um, and I can't think of all the others. Amaguri? Yeah, the crocheted gotcha creatures oh nice so. you cross-stitched with us uh, oh, yeah. back in the day when we were when I we mean, were all cross-stitching basically <laughs> let me create something right as long as i can make it with within a set amount of time right exactly <laughs> and uh i'm happy see keep creative i love it sweet well as for me i am dr leah leach i am the executive director of Gals guide to the galaxy i have an honorary doctorate in metaphysics so i'm not a real doctor and that really doesn't mean anything <laughs> But I love it because it's cool. Uh, So I do love it when we have a new research theme because it pushes us to research and discover women's history in a new field. So it's really cool being in medicine for the first time. Um, So I've been slightly catching up, though, on the couple thousands of years of uh, women uh, in medicine. Do you guys want a quick 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 refresher of what i found yeah <laughs> sure we'll see how quick this is no it's it's relatively quick okay so uh until they called it medicine women were in charge mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. makes sense so they were either herbalist or nurses or they were without a title but they were the ones who were taking care of the sick but once it was called medicine and there was this little piece of paper involved uh suddenly uh women were sidelined and the men were in charge Surprise, surprise. We've never seen this before, right? Mm. (laughs) So it was about the 1400s in Europe when the decision was made that medical practitioners needed to attend university and get a license. Awesome, right? We need that accountability. Except who wasn't allowed to attend universities? Women! (laughs) Yay, that's awesome. Okay. And then when women could attend the universities, guess who couldn't get a license? Women! Yeah, double whammy. That's awesome. So there are a few parts of the world beyond Europe and America uh, who actually thought women were people a little earlier than we did. So (laughs) kudos to them. 
cases of women doctors in like towns and villages um and some were even allowed to go to school for it oh my goodness gracious how did they sneak through um (laughs) however many women in the medical field for hundreds of years have been nurses or nuns and nuns provided a good deal of medical care in the middle ages uh if anybody has watched call the midwife which I'm still like, I think I'm deep in season five and there's like 10 seasons of this show. Oh, it's amazing. It's nuns during World War II uh, that are delivering babies. So yes, and then some non-nuns, but they're midwives and they're working with the nuns. It's a really great show. Anyway, uh, so, but that's World War II. We're still talking about nuns and midwives delivering babies. Who knew? Uh, So midwifery was a large portion of working women in medicine until the Chamberlain brothers developed forceps in the 1600s oh the word forceps oh bonnie's face it just (laughs) cringes bonnie's face it just is terrible that's right so ladies once there was a tool involved suddenly men were in charge (laughs) yay they actually said the men were more scientific than their female competitors because they had a tool and they called them competitors like what anyway uh so yeah So there was propaganda campaign to debunk any old wives tales or any old nurses tales, basically any folk medicine. Um, And I mean, yay, progress on taking out, you know, things that aren't scientifically proven. Hooray. Yay. But you didn't have to kick the women out. I mean, they've been doing this. Since the beginning of time, especially with childbirth. So what else? Does anybody have a guess on what got women more into the medical field? Dun, 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 dun. World War II? War. Any kind of war. Yeah, basically. Um, Because all the men were dead, basically, if you think of it that way. So once the men were dead and dying on battlefields, suddenly women were asked to help. (laughs) So what you're saying we need to do is... Oh, you are quick to put one plus one together. And yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like Florence Nightingale, right, was very, very famous. Uh, Mary C. Cole also became very famous at the same time for the Crimean War. Uh, Claire Barton actually had no medical history experience whatsoever. She rushed to the front lines during the Civil War and soon became the woman in charge. Yeah. And then she started this little thing called the Red Cross. Because <laughs> women are the nurturers. Correct. Yes, I know. But we don't have that piece of paper and we can't go to school (laughs) at this time anyway. Uh, So women were starting to be respected as nurses, but to become a doctor was a very hard fought battle. The first American woman to become a doctor was, Bonnie knows this. Uh, Is it Mary Edwards Walker? No, it's the other one. Uh, Elizabeth Blackwell. They're all like related. I need to map out that family they tree. Do well, Elizabeth Blackwell got into medical school only because the university thought her application was a joke, and they said yes, and then she showed up, <laughs> and she said, "I'm taking classes." So screw y'all. <laughs> but then, uh, when she tried to actually join hospitals as a doctor with her glorious uh, piece of paper, they said no. So she said, screw y'all. Once again, I believe these were her exact words. Um, And she started her own (laughs) hospital. So she started the New York Infirmary of Women and Children. And actually, that hospital still exists today. It's just under a different name. Still in New York City. 
So yeah. When you went to the Indiana Medical History Museum, did you see that they had a female doctor? They did. Yeah, I would say it was yes. probably the late 1800s, early 1900s. But right. It still was pretty early yeah. on for women in medical. So there's so. this portrait of all the doctors sitting around and only one yes. woman in it, but she was the doctor <laughs> of the women's ward. Right. Yeah. You know what? I'll take it. Right? <laughs> she was in charge. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, so on the onslaught of World War I and World War II, there was a stronger need for doctors this time. Again, same thing. Most of the men were dead. <laughs> so they needed more doctors. Uh, and that's when women were finally encouraged to enter the profession. So ironically, for a job that was left to women for thousands of years, only to be taken away from us to then have it be all encouraged again. But let's learn more about amazing women in medicine and about the medical field in general as well. I don't know about you, but I am ready for some good medicine. You guys ready? (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Sweet. Go for it, buddy. Mine's kind of medical adjacent. That works. It would be something that you would learn about in health class. So I'm going to count it. I'm going to, I went to Rockford High School. Let's see if I learned about this in health <laughs> oh, class. Oh, probably not. Because <laughs> I know I didn't. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to talk about Code Red. Yes. The Crimson Tide. Yes. Shark Week. <laughs> the visit from your Aunt Flo. Flo Rida. Flo Rida. Wait, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk about menstrual cups. Yes. Because I love talking about my menstrual cup any chance I get. Yes, you do. People bring it. I I will hear it (laughs) from miles away and I will come over and join your conversation (laughs) and talk about my menstrual cup. Exactly. It is like a ding, ding, ding. Bonnie's on her way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Looked up some period, some menstruation facts. Sweet. Uh, On average, a woman has 450 periods in her lifetime. Which equals to about seven years of your life menstruating. Oh. Oh, wow. It's a lot. I can't, I can't yeah. unfeel that, Bonnie. It's a lot. <laughs> seven years? Seven years. Wow. You know when they talk about seven years of bad luck, now I know where they yep. all kind of like... <laughs> the average woman uses Oof. about uh, 12,000 to 15,000 tampons in her lifetime. Makes sense. And though it seems like an ocean coming out of you, you only lose about a shot glass worth of uh, lining on your period. Right. That's what they like, say. It seems like it's... <laughs> I, I don't believe that. Correct. <laughs> Especially if you've had fibroids. Yes. yes. The fibroids, it's like, oh, no, no, no. I've yeah. experienced periods. This is biblical. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and it's ongoing. Uh, so it's like a shot glass every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maybe before even her mission in 1983, NASA engineers like Sally Ryan, oh. uh, they asked her uh, for her week in space if 100 tampons would be enough. <laughs> her response was, no, that's not the right number. <laughs> Sweet. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first concept for a menstrual cup was in 1837. Whoa. They didn't actually have it they just drew it out on paper but the idea was there it was like a belt contraption okay where like some things were dangling in between your legs and there was a cup that was like floating outside your body (laughs) so i'm basically paying like what is it um uh beer pong (laughs) as long as you don't move right it would probably work no sitting 
No. Yeah. Or and you have to sit all the time. Right. Yeah. Still, I think maybe standing's best. And are you wearing like seven, eight layers of clothing at the yep. same time? <laughs> wow. No, that's a great idea. I don't know why I didn't yeah. get it. <laughs> you put a little bell on there. And, <laughs> and that was the 1930s? That was 1837. Oh, 1830s. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really bad. Yeah. Wow. Right? But the first <laughs> one that actually got made <laughs> yes. is in 1937 oh, by a later. woman this time. Thank you. Leona W. Chalmers? I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to guess with <laughs> it. Um, it's the first usable cup. It was made out of rubber. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. So it, it hit a... A uh, speed bump during World War Two. Yeah, they're saving all that rubber for the war. Oh, so it didn't get off the ground right away. Gotcha, because of the material. Uh, she sold the rights to Tasset in the 1950s. Okay, and they were trying to get it to go. Uh, it failed because in uh, ads back in those days, you can say the word vagina, right, or period <laughs> in advertisements. You couldn't say the word pregnant on television. No. <laughs> uh, you, in fact, the uh, word uh, period didn't happen in advertisements until 1985. 85? Oh. Till after I was born. <laughs> <laughs> wow. First of all, you are so young. Yes. Second of all, <laughs> 85? 85. Here is shocked. <laughs> 85. Still don't know what I that blue liquid is. I already had a child by that time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy yeah because that's a terrifying word i'm still i will say i'm still a little freaked out when they showed on the commercial the menstrual pads and it's remember it's purple yeah it's like this mysterious yeah. blue liquid right exactly and then i'm like that doesn't seem to happen when i use it <laughs> i'm like am i yeah. doing it wrong yeah and then like whenever they're like shaving for razors Right. It's always smooth legs. I know. You never see a hairy leg. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be so satisfying, though, to watch. <laughs> An advertisement where you actually see the hair going, okay. Instead of the, the pre-shave right. before the right. shave. Yes, this mm. is true. We need a movement. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But the deal with tampons, I yeah. mean, first you got, you know, the pink tax on tampons Ugh. and pads and all that. Yes. Uh, so a lot of them tax them instead of you know like food most places don't tax right. you for food it's considered a non-necessary items mm-hmm. um right. and women yeah. in like <laughs> prison have trouble getting sanitary pads and napkins which is crazy yeah, yeah. i do remember reading that and there's a uh, a large amount of um organizations that will take donations mm-hmm. just to get them into women's prisons because it's like this should be an absolute no-brainer of are you also providing toilet paper it's like you know, I just bleed all over the place. I know, right? If that were the issue. I'm <laughs> <Exactly>. like, fine. <laughs> yeah. It's a very easy strike to have. I'm just saying, you yeah. get a whole bunch of gals together and be like, here's what we're doing, okay? <laughs> this will end in one month. <laughs> <laughs> Probably month, would only right. hurt themselves. I'm mm. sure they're the people cleaning their own laundry. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe I'm basing this on Orange is the New Black, yeah, but right. I'm assuming they do their own laundry and have to do their own cleaning of their mm. environment. So Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they true. might not care. You got to smear your blood get... on. Wait, no, that's salt with a bottle. <laughs> okay, never mind. Get... Let's, let's rethink that one. People get so wigged out, right, mm-hmm. by menstrual blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like fine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Then do you Here don't it get to. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. everywhere. Because I always have to bring up some kind of mean meme that I've seen somewhere on the internet. Right. There that was makes a, it real. one the. <laughs> few weeks back about how men are loving like the video games there's blood and gore and you right. murder things but you know periods 
<laughs> that freaks him out. That's the line. <laughs> it's like uh, in Game of Thrones with um, oh the redhead lady. I don't watch Game of Thrones. What is her name? <laughs> Melisandra. Katie's, no. Katie's your girl on this. It is, uh, oh. Jon Snow's sister. Not the sister. John's. His oh uh, yeah, his wildling. Yeah, wildling. Yeah. She wildling. was. She's confused right. about why why women would faint at the sight of blood, and she says something like, uh, "Women see more blood than men." Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, tampons and pads don't have to label what is in them. That I've recently learned and has freaked. Yeah. I mean, I mean we all like just assume it, it's stuff. just cotton right but it, it's not it's like synthetic fiber because they want it to be super max absorbency or whatever sure yeah they don't have to label what's in them so you don't know what you're putting in your body right or having next to your body and i mean cotton isn't naturally like bleach white either so there's at least bleach right in there exactly I did, but still learning that i went they're like chlorine free and i'm like i'm sorry that means what yeah <laughs> Because, hold on a second. But yeah, no, I understand they need to bleach the cotton to get it. Because it has to be white. Like, it doesn't have to be white. (laughs) It doesn't have to be. No. Um, And then they're not, uh, you know how like when you open up a a Band-Aid and it says it's a sterile package? Right. There's none of that on there. That's true. That's right. Like, they're just like, you know, just straight from the factory. Like, Son of a (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> things i can't yeah. unfeel bonnie <laughs> no but no you do whatever works right for you. exactly i'm well, just here to promote the menstrual cups. this is true when you yeah. know better you do better yes. there we go so now Does menstrual cups don't work for everyone either true i'm actually sad that i have never been able to try to use one because i i know you're going to lead up to when it actually started being marketing mm. but i feel like i was not aware of their existence until i don't know like eight years ago yeah. maybe i say eight because my son's eight yeah I've oh yeah, yeah i literally haven't had a period since he's been born because yeah. i do the iud thing mm-hmm. so which is a blessing it is <laughs> and i don't have to mess with a period at all yeah. but if i did i'd be all in for trying the cup and i'm yeah. a little sad i haven't ever gotten to try the cup but you know i'm not really just gearing up to be a recreational user <laughs> i want to have a purpose one would think that's a good idea. right and i agree with you katie mm-hmm. because i had my hysterectomy before mm-hmm. they became common mm-hmm. there you go yeah so yeah educate us bonnie dun, 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 dun. well there's many many different brands Sweet. there's uh different sizes and shapes um, they've started to, you can buy some at the drugstore now, Yeah, which is not a thing a few years ago. Uh, when I first heard about them, they only had the disposable ones oh, at okay. my local pharmacy, which I was kind of like, what's the point in getting a package of disposable ones? Right. This is kind of weird. Yeah. You're but not- I guess if you want to try them out, but they're weird ones. They're like a big circle with like, it's like a shallow cup. It's like a bowl. Oh, okay. Kinda and like I guess it kind of goes in there like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like sideways and not sure. straight. So I was just kind of like, mm. <laughs> You're like, I don't think the ergonomics yeah. are really ready for me on this one. <laughs> but uh, unlike the tampons, the uh, menstrual cup can stay in there for up to 12 hours. Oh, nice. It's medical grade, most of them are medical grade silicone. Gotcha. So there's no like toxic shock syndrome right. shenanigans going on there. Cool. They're reusable. Nice. Uh, there's no odor, 
because it forms like an airtight seal in there as long as it's in there right oh airtight, so there's no order nothing's getting out of there like you can feel like that's really the only thing you can feel is every once in a while like if you're getting up in the morning or after you <laughs> so put it, like it in you suction? can feel yeah you can feel like a pressure change like Whoa. <laughs> interesting well maybe your room's on like walkabout again yeah. it's Something. just roaming all over the place <laughs> how do you clean them uh, is there you any special clean them you kind of while you're on your period you just kind of rinse them out or you uh-huh. can wash them with uh, like a vagina safe soap uh-huh. um you'll have to check uh different products have different things but you either um boil them or there's like hydrogen peroxide like a three percent solution you can soak them in gotcha okay. Um, or some of them are just like, you know, you just wash them with soap. I boil mine yeah. after I'm done. So I kind of think if they're made out of the same stuff as like a baby bottle nipples, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I heard, you I saw maybe something where you can use a, uh, like a cleaner that they use for, for the babies, some kind of baby product. Yeah. There, I know laundry wise there was like draft or something like that, but I think mm. there was like a soap that was like for babies and stuff. No, this was like a machine that you you used to wash oh. something. Oh. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone was Did talking about using nipple sterilizer, the little no. something like that. No, I didn't have. You didn't have. Anything I didn't. I didn't have that fancy, fancy. like that. Yeah. But you know, since we're <laughs> talking about vaginas, and we can yeah. say vagina. Yeah, vagina. we can because it's 2019. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I am obviously no doctor. But I was under what? the impression, <laughs> right? I mean, I think hey. I am one <laughs> all day, every day. Absolutely. <laughs> but I was under the impression there really isn't vagina safe soap. I mean, I just do like an ah. undercarriage rinse. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I I heard like you know it's self cleaning, and if you put oh, yeah, like other like, oh, mess soaps and stuff like that, you mess but, with like, the pH, and then you're going to be more yeah. prone to yeast infections. Yeah. I would say just like. Thing, or I would assume the soap that you can use for like sex toys, yeah, is supposed to be safe to go in there. Gotcha. I assume, yeah, well, I would hope. Like Lysol grade sort of yeah. thing, yeah, an yeah. antibacterial, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> our listeners can chime in on their thoughts of soaping the vagina, but yes. I'm just saying I don't do it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, we want to. Yeah, know. don't mm-hmm. douche. I've also do heard. It. I've also heard you're not supposed to put soap in the butt crack, but I can't. I can't not. No, there. no. Right. I, I, I soak that up that. real good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't do the. That is the, the thing that needs the most soap. Like right. Want to double soap you? So anyway, exactly. sorry, Bonnie. I didn't no, no, mean no, to insert that no, into think, your ah, insert. Ah, your light, oh, like you that. said it. Right. <laughs> so they, they save you money. Yes. Because uh, menstrual cup, it's about $40, but then it lasts you like five or more years. Right. So it's more money up front, but you save money in the long run. Gotcha. Uh, companies make about $2 billion a year from period product sales. Whoa. So like wow. the whole industry... So, I mean, it's not really that surprising that they haven't really pushed the... The idea of reusable. Yeah, because and... they want you to buy stuff. Of course, they've got stake yeah. in the game. <laughs> uh, they're better for the environment because it's not only just the waste of, like, the actual pads and tampons. It's, like, all the 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 packaging, wrap that comes... Yeah, ab- the yeah. boxes, the wrappers, mm-hmm. and those, I mean, some of those... Some of them are paper, but some are, are plastic and... Right. Yeah. So do you have, um, like, I always have, like, a pad or a tampon in my purse. Do you have two of them? Like, one, the just-in-case-of-emergency one? (laughs) I don't have, I don't carry any of them with me. Gotcha. Um, I I wish I was that regular. I still have, like, a a box of leftover ones that I just have in my bathroom. Gotcha, yeah. In case there's some kind of thing. Like, I haven't cleaned my cup or something, but... 
Right. I mean, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Eventually, uh, they eventually can you'll be, be used <laughs> uh, with IUDs if you have one. Gotcha. Because some people are worried about the uh, the cords hanging down in the uh, cup. Right. They can be used with them. Okay. Um, but cool. most women I've met that have IUD don't have their period yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Right. Um, they do come back. Yeah, I remember uh, that from because I'm on my second. Your second and I remember one, yeah. at the end of the last one, I was exactly. a little bit. That's how you kind of know enough I'd really need when you're like period think, products, I but it's done. <laughs> yeah. Enough that I was like, "This is why I hate everybody this week." <laughs> oh, I <right>. suddenly understand. <laughs> this is where the murder rage comes. From. <laughs> yeah, and then since they're like the medical grade silicone, and they don't have the toxic sex syndrome, there was like. Two or three cases, but they couldn't really pin it down that it was just the menstrual cup or something. They were kind of like, right. Um, you can put it in before your period starts. Like if you know your period's supposed to start like that oh, day and the next day, right? You can put it in there because it can just hang out. Right. Pre gaming, yeah. <laughs> Which is something I never thought about until I was doing the little research. And I was like, oh, I never thought of that. They didn't put that I'm on the box. Save so many of my underwear now. <laughs> Because you're gonna hashtag pregame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that trending on a on a Sunday and see what happens. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and then it's just pictures of menstrual cups pregaming. Yes. <laughs> what could go wrong? They're gonna like hold up their cups and clink them like their beer cans. Be I see a whole advertising campaign. Yes. Right. They say you start menstruating the same as those around you right. frequently. Yeah. So, I mean, see. Beautiful. Cheers to our periods. <laughs> but yeah, when you go looking for a cup, there's like a whole bunch of different brands. Okay. Um, there are different sizes. Usually each brand has about two sizes, and they're supposed to be um, pretty much if you've had kids or you haven't. Because, oh. you know, giving birth changes your <laughs> vagina. That's what I'm so told. It's usually the, the bigger <laughs> one. And it's not it's not that much bigger. It's like right. three millimeters in diameter. Right. Which is like right. around and not across. <laughs> so it's not really that much bigger. Yeah. Um, and some of them have different heights. So gotcha. they, they recommend kind of the smaller height ones if you have like a low cervix Gotcha. Or if you're like a teenager starting out, right? They even had one that they were suggesting for teenagers. It was like a real small one, but the um the the pull on it was actually like a loop. So I'm like, oh god, <laughs> you put your finger in there and you pull it down. Exactly. I was like, mm, sweet. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think I could do a loop in there. Right. Once know. you've had an IUD and you have the strings in there, it's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just a free-for-all. <laughs> uh, You're almost willing to do whatevs. <laughs> yeah. But most of them have a stem, and that's how you get them out. You gotcha. can't lose them in your vagina, right. just like tampons. They're not, you, you're... Your canal isn't that big right. when you're not like <laughs> in intercourse. Like it's not that big, right? Like it's only like four inches deep. That is not like, what my teenage dates told yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> but you tell the truth, Bonnie. Yeah. So, Bonnie, do you know is there a certain time after you've given birth that you cannot use them? Um, I would say it's probably whenever the rule for when you can start having sex is yeah. what I would say. That makes gotcha. sense. Yeah. The weight that the doctor like, tells you. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Is it like, don't. Well, just speaking from my own experience, I just kind of wonder, forget anything below the belt existed <laughs> yeah. after I right. gave birth. Mm. <laughs> it, it took four to six weeks. It, it took <laughs> probably four weeks before I wanted to acknowledge I still had a vagina. Yeah. Right. Not to scare anybody out there. It's beautiful <laughs> and it's oh, fine. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But you have to kind of reacquaint yourself with <laughs> your vagina afterwards. This is very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you feel like it's betrayed you for just, you know, <laughs> for about a month. You're just like, no, no, no. I hate you and everything you stand for. Yes. <laughs> yeah, caring for your cup, you want to check for the, the instructions that came with it of how they suggest to clean it. Uh, but yeah, you wash or rinse in between uses while you're on your period and you sanitize it after you're done. Uh, most of them come with like a little cotton bag. It, it just cracks me up because it's like a little crown royal bag. I was say, is it and like I'm like, are people royal? really? I mean, every time I've seen it advertised or whatever, they're putting it in like their sock drawer or something. Sure. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a crown. <laughs> I can't imagine carrying a little drawstring bag in my purse. It's right. weird. I mean, maybe it's for travel, you know, when you're going abroad to Paris. I have no Uh, idea. (laughs) um, Do not put them in the dishwasher, though. Oh, that was going to be my first plan. Dishwasher safe. Damn it. (laughs) And the dishwasher soap probably is not vagina safe. Probably. All right. Note to Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) self. Yes. Yeah, I ended up, I did the Lily Cup Compact is what I did. Gotcha. It's the only one that I know. It's collapsible. Yeah, So nice. it's, it's a little smaller too, but it, it collapses in on itself and it comes with a little plastic like quarter size case that it fits in. Gotcha, nice. So you don't have to carry a drawstring whatever right. with you. So I can always have it in my purse or even like my teeny tiny woman pockets. <laughs> when you're allowed to have pockets. <laughs> yes. So that that's the one that I got. Gotcha. Um, and and it's worked great for about 3 years now. Nice. Uh I have seen the Diva Cup for sale mm-hmm. in my store and did you see the John Oliver segment about feminine products? I watched it. Yet. Oh. You told me about that. So the I can't remember which episode it was of John. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes of which one it is. But it was basically about um, feminine products and his uh, writers. He said, my female staff put three different things in here. And I don't know which one of them is actually a thing. Because one of them was like period toilet paper, the mm-hmm. diva cup. And then I can't remember what the other one was because I, I can't remember. But he's like, one of them is not a thing. And I'm pretty sure it's the diva cup. And I'm like, oh, no, diva cup's a thing. It's, yeah. it's a diva cup, uh, lily cup. Yep. I have the lily compact, but they have a different lily. It may just be the regular lily cup. The I lily, forget what they call right. the regular one. Um, gotcha. But no, there's, there's a whole bunch of different sizes and shapes. Some of them are clear some of them are pink and purple oh so uh, one was like brown and i was like yeah right i'm not sure if i want to put a brown one it like this medical is, yeah it just sounds <laughs> this is not so pretty but no there's all different ways that you can like fold them for insertion gotcha you can like kind of fold them in half right because you get them pretty much rolled up like the size of a tampon gotcha you can like roll them um and then just kind of let it yeah. <laughs> I do one where you just kind of like fold it down so it's like a triangle to get it up in there. Ah. Um, if you're having trouble, especially if it's like your first time, you can put like sex lube on there. Oh, gotcha. Slide it on in. There you go. That way you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and you may not get it inserted correctly like your first time using it. You got to practice a bit. Just like, you know, when you were a teenager and exactly. learning tampons. Yep. Same Absolutely. kind of thing. And I found a really great uh, website. It was called Put a Cup in It. <laughs> <laughs> and they have just put a cup in it <laughs> yeah i found them on youtube when i was looking i was watching um stuff mama ever told you i know had some minstrel yes. cup videos so i rewatched those i love christian <laughs> so much and caroline irving but christian's in one of the videos she's she's like talking with the minstrel cup she's like ah! making it's little great. puppets she's one is like different uses for minstrel cups it's like <laughs> shot glasses and 
It's so great. Nice. <laughs> it's where I store all my glitter. But yeah, the put in the cup in it uh, website. It had all kinds of stuff on there. They had like a a measuring cup, like a printable thing that you can chart out so you can like measure your cervix. Oh, wow. All so right. So you can tell like which size of cup to get. Oh. They have reviews of like a whole bunch of the different types of cups. Gotcha. They care for them. They got, you know, a whole bunch of list of FAQs on there. Yeah. They're like some, some are like, you know, normal questions. Some of them I'm like, what? Like one person asked, like, there's always that one person. There is. Someone yeah. was but asking life interesting. if you could... <laughs> leave the cup in during sex and i'm like why, why? what no what? like oh. they were pretty much like like technically you can <laughs> but why would but, you want to but just no yeah <laughs> sweet but you know what i'm i'm glad that they asked yeah <laughs> there's always didn't. somebody <laughs> there is i hear there's um more times than any doctor wants to admit uh in the emergency room the most common uh emergency is something stuck in there Yep. <laughs> nurses pulling stuff out of there all day long. Did you see the cabinet at the uh, the uh, medical museum of all the stuff that they have pulled out of people? Yes. No, I didn't. Oh, it was oh, a scary, it. scary. I was oh, wondering man. how many. Most of them were like screws and nails in yeah, the drawer pennies. that I saw. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sitting there wondering like, where where's the drawer for the stuff that was in people's butts? Right. Like, <laughs> where's the bigger so stuff? Many, right. <laughs> That was in the so under cabinet mm, that was left. I spent a month in the <laughs> hospital when I was a kid, and my favorite thing was to have them wheel me down and see uh, the collection of things that people had pooped out. Yes. Ah. <laughs> I mean, like, clearly they cleaned oh. it up, but yes, it was, yes, like, yes, stuff cool. that exactly. had passed through people. I was like, let's go to oh, it. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. What kind of stuff did they have? Oh, I can't even remember, but it they was a great collection. Coins in yeah. the medical. It was lots of coins. Yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm picturing children eating them, but you would oh. think. Well, yeah, swallowing things. Right, there are lots yeah. of things that don't. Yes, dissolve. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that stay within the body. And there are things that go the other direction. Correct. <laughs> Why not? Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good one with. Uh, Chris Hardwick on one of his stand-ups. He was talking. He's praising nurses, and right. I think he said his mom was a nurse. And so about they, they just they don't give a crap anymore because they've seen so many things. Right. And they were like, nurses in the audience, it's the weirdest thing. You pulled out of someone's butt, and just someone at it just immediately was like, light bulb. What was like, it? Light bulb. Light bulb. Oh, oh no, right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah. No. no. See, they didn't ask a question on like the Amazon reviews first of, you know, this light bulb, can I put it in my butt? <laughs> if you don't yeah. ask the question and have okay. your, you know, peers no. help you, how do you know? Right. When you know better, you do better. <laughs> but do they sell hamsters on the Amazon website? I don't know. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I'm sure every single pet store is like, I got a couple no. of questions first. Yeah. <laughs> no, one of my my favorite shows that they had on the Learning Channel oh. was uh, the Sex at Me to the ER. <laughs> great, perfect. Yes. My favorite one was this guy. His wife was out of town or something, and yeah. he decided to get a hooker. And what had happened is he didn't. Uh, he refused to pay her. Oh. So she threw him out the window. Oh, she was. She was. I guess he liked the her. bigger ladies, right? and she yes. just threw him out because he came to the ER 
And they were like, okay, well, we need to undress him to check out his wounds. And they're like, he's right. already naked. <laughs> right. He came to the ER naked. <laughs> he was thrown out of a window. And he was a- telling them, because they never want to tell the ER people what happened. Of course. That's like half the thing is trying to get the patient to admit what happened. Right. I can see that. Um, but he came in naked and he was telling them that he was cleaning the house naked. <laughs> and when his wife showed up, she was like what happened <laughs> she's like we've been married i don't know how many years and you have not cleaned once what happened right exactly so now the real story is yeah. <laughs> hamsters <laughs> True. <Charade>. True. <laughs> yeah i love it but that's my menstrual cup spiel sweet yes love it. i absolutely love it i have been i don't know why i I keep thinking about it because like you have sold me on it. But then there's a part of me that's like, yeah, but I, I, I still have a whole bunch of like pads and tampons <laughs> in the house. <laughs> well, you can always uh, give them to, to shelters, them. like yeah. homeless shelters. Right. Exactly. Time. Women's prisons, obviously. Yeah. yeah. There's that possibility, too. So but I still have two two daughters in the house, which I don't yes. think are totally ready. But at the same time, I feel it's a very good situation of if you can see it, you can be it. And I ain't showing my girls. But the idea yeah. <laughs> that it's, you know I what mean, I mean, you, that you this become works. You advocate of right. the menstrual cup. You right. might yeah. feel comfortable with spread to the Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's always good to have another option. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things we were even looking at was once we saw the chloride-free, chlorine-free, mm-hmm. something else. It didn't say acid-free, but I felt like it said acid-free. <laughs> Could have said acid-free. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is in this stuff? And then so we're like, you know what? we should really start looking at the cups and i always say because your bonbon is telling Mm -hmm. you that it's a good idea (laughs) i mean i think my motivating factor would just be saying fuck you to the man yeah right you're not getting my money for your overly expensive chemical cottony exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it's very much a reduce reuse recycle exactly you know and in the same point too so yeah you are very much convincing me girl Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool thing as Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.